A 38-year-old man was arrested for collecting child pornography. This is where he was getting it from. U.S. Attorney Jesse Liu announced the takedown of the site Welcome to Video. Investigators say it was the largest child exploitation marketplace in the world. The site's administrator, John Song ran the operation from South Korea, while 337 men across the The pure innocence of a precious child is one of the most beautiful things and it cannot be replaced. This innocence was taken away from countless gentle souls in the largest international child exploitation network. The network was uncovered by a joint team of American and British investigators. In 2013, they began looking into Matthew Falder, a Cambridge graduate. It was an effort to expose users of pedophilia sites on the dark web, a part of the internet that is intentionally hidden. He was arrested four years later in June 2017 to the shock of many around him as he was regarded as an elite scientist and university academic. The charges against Falter were soon revealed. He was accused of sharing child sexual abuse videos on the dark web, blackmailing vulnerable victims, in their early teenage years and encouraging the rape of a child, all on a website called Welcome to Video. He also posed as a female artist to make it seem like he was coming to the rescue of victims who needed help, but instead had them send lewd photos of them and personal information, which he later misused. Some examples of his evil acts included forcing victims to send him nude photos as well as photos of them licking toilets. His victims alone totaled some 200 minors from every corner of the world. Some even tried to take their own life. Welcome to Video had nearly eight terabytes of content related to child abuse, enough to store hundreds or even thousands of hours of video footage. According to court filings, the site had sexual abuse content involving very young children and even infants that were six months old. In addition, there were videos of bestiality, mutilation, and gore, all involving underage victims, some of whom were kidnapped by the site members to carry out these heinous crimes. Described by a judge as warped and sadistic, Falter was sentenced to 32 years in prison, which was later reduced to 25 years behind bars. The more investigators looked into Welcome to Video, the more wide-ranging it got. In 2017, they finally pinpointed the operator of the site, which they found had an IP address based in South Korea, the most connected country in the world. The seizure of its enormous cache of child pornography and the unsealing of the U.S. indictment against its administrator, Jong Woo Son. And on February 28, 2018, a federal judge in Washington, D.C. in the United States issued an arrest warrant for Sun Jong Woo, a 23-year-old man living in South Chungcheong Province. Two months later, cybersecurity officials from the Korean National Police Agency arrested Sun on charges of operating a site that provided child pornography. Sun was accused of collecting cryptocurrency worth some 400 million won in the process. 
People in South Korea were shocked that the person who ran the website was one of their own who seemed perfectly normal. The appalling thing about Welcome to Video was half of the content on the site was produced and uploaded by subscribers. They had to do so in order to gain points to download other content according to site regulations. There was even a reminder to subscribers before they uploaded their videos, telling them it was forbidden to put up content involving adults 15 years old and up. Like we mentioned earlier, the site contained a slew of unthinkable and unimaginable content. It was shared with up to 1.2 million subscribers, and this prompted investigative authorities in 32 countries to track down those who produced and circulated the child pornography, as well as those who downloaded the videos. This led to the arrest of 337 people, 72% of whom were Korean, and to the rescue of 23 underage victims who were exploited. Now, even though the site was operated in English, a majority of the most dedicated users who were also arrested were Korean men, ranging from single university students in their 20s and office workers to substitute high school teachers, public health doctors, and even contract civil servants. It was an embarrassment and disgrace for South Korea. The case also sparked anger here for the punishment that was given to the users. They received suspension of indictments and fines. People thought Operator Sun would get a harsher sentence, but that hope was short-lived. At first, a Korean court handed down the sentence of two years suspended by three years, with the judge noting the fact that he was just 19 when he started operating the site, and he didn't have a criminal record. Then, during the appeals trial, Sun's public defender said he had a family to support, and the court gave a lenient ruling of only 18 months. 18 months. It was a slap on the wrist but a slap in the face for the victims and their families. He walked free in April 2020. American prosecutors indicted him separately and tried to get him extradited so he could be tried there as U.S. child pornography laws are some of the strictest in the world. A Seoul court, however, denied the extradition request, saying Son was needed to further their investigation and to look into other possible charges. This led to more backlash, with protests held demanding more needs to be done to curb such crimes. At the same time, to keep his son in Korea, Son's father filed a complaint with the prosecution against his own son on charges of the concealment of criminal proceeds. And for this, he received two years in prison at a trial last July. These short terms are nothing compared to the sentences received by users in other countries. Aside from Falder, other incarcerations included a British user getting 22 years in prison for sexually abusing children and sharing videos of it, 10 years to another user who only downloaded, accessed, and viewed content once, and 5 years to another user on charges of possessing child pornography. 
These examples of merciless imprisonment showed the seriousness of the matter to the rest of the world, but not necessarily Korea. This global contrast in sentences was a wake-up call for Korean lawmakers, and they have since made efforts to impose stricter laws and tougher penalties for child pornography offenses. But only time will tell how these kinds of offenses will be dealt with in the future. That's all for today's case. See you again in our next episode of Megan's Case Files. Thanks for watching.